0: Yeah, this is Keith Russell. I'm happy to be here with the Hot Rods by Boyd podcast, and we're going to talk about some stories.
1: Recording from our headquarters in Old Town Orange, welcome to the Hot Rods by Boyd podcast.
2: Okay, man, what's up? Everybody, we're back here, back at the headquarters. Yep, Keith, thanks for coming out. We've been talking about this for a long time. Well, we have, you know. I mean, we've been talking about not just the podcast concept, but just just uh, getting together, you know. And I'm glad we're here now to tell some stories, the cool stuff, dude. You know, yeah, from the beginning. From the beginning. So, for those that do not know, Keith Russell was longtime painter, um, body guy for my dad. Lot a lot of builds that you guys are familiar with keith had his hands on intimately and painted them um so let's let's go back man i want to start from the beginning you know because i know this is going to be a multi-podcast type of uh deal because you have many many stories so let's start out when keith is deciding to leave washington
0: well i took a trip i had a friend and we spent uh we spent two weeks on the road, and and Boyd was one of my stops. And
2: this is, but time frame-wise, this is what, 88? This would be 88. 88, okay.
0: Yep, so we came down, and I seen Rory Brizio's shop, and I went and seen Fat Jack's shop, and once I seen Boyd's shop, it was something to behold. So what was going on, and I wanted, to, I wanted to see if I could get an interview, and that that was pretty much it, so... I was able to get an interview, and, and and Boyd put me on the spot pretty much. What the fuck makes you any better than anybody else? <laughs> I said, well, I'm fucking good. And he
2: laughed. Because, I mean, how old are you, 20?
0: Yeah, I was 21. 21. Yeah, so then uh, he goes, when can you come back? I said, I'll, I'll be back in a month. He goes, I'm going to call you in two weeks. So I went... We, we got the full tour and that was, that was fun. And he, he was, he was, uh, he said, all right, I'm gonna call you in two weeks. And, and, uh, I went back home to Washington, finished up my work. And when he called me in the two weeks, I said, Hey, do I need to bring my tools? He says, Hey, you stupid fucker. What do you think? You got to bring your tools. And I said, uh, all right. So I brought my tools and then we, We came down and I loaded everything up I had in a 66 little Chevy truck. And I had a street bike and my stereo, my TV and all that. And once I got down there and Boyd said, uh, we got to the shop and he goes, here's your first project. And I looked, it was a box. It was a, it was a Cushman scooter. So I'm like, all right, that's cool. So there was no, there was no uh apprenticeship, shall I say. You're you're kinda gonna get a test and see what you can do. Trial he, by fire. Yeah, just he'll throw you is. right in there. And then uh so I was able to complete that and he was impressed with what he saw with very little supervision or or any at all. And then from that it just led to I got my hands on a uh thirty two roadster, it was uh Andy Chula's white little okay. 32 that was like and bruce corzine's all steel three-window coupe and yeah,
2: you w- know someone just sent me I, I i got an email from a guy this week about, about that because it wasn't there two cars for, for corzine yeah okay
0: the first one so it was a it was a fenderless three-window unchopped but it had full boy chassis it was all boy red and had a pretty wild, it had a Porsche-type sunroof in it. Okay. And that was, that, that got the cover of Hot Rod right off the bat. So, that was, that was really exciting. Nice. And, yeah, because
2: that was, so now we're talking, you came in, you're talking about in the summer, right, 88? Yeah,
0: yep. I, when I started, it was in July of 88, so I'd have been 21 years old. And...
2: Yeah cuz I had just started high school I mean let's see 88 I was just about to start high school I think that summer Yeah cuz I graduated in 92 That was some good times yeah during that during that time cuz I was you know I mean before you got there I mean I grew up in that uh in the in the lunch the infamous lunchroom with oh, everybody yeah. right yeah. Probably hearing stuff a, a 13 or 14 year old probably shouldn't hear yeah (laughs) and seeing and seeing yeah yeah especially in the bathroom yeah you know the Swedish uh, porno mags that all the Swedish guys used to bring in well
0: the first thing your dad told me he goes hey watch out there's there's one guy out there that's gay and I said uh, (laughs) well all right and uh, not that he was but I was set up Dwayne Mayer standing there with the camera (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I felt something hit my shoulder and I'm like looking at it and they took a picture and it was uh, Raphael's.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it
0: stayed in the lunchroom for probably <laughs> 6 years.
2: There was some fun stuff
0: hey, that, that happened what over there. <laughs> that was fun. But I mean my my first day at the job at the job, I went to uh, Tijuana that weekend and and uh had a little trouble getting back into California and and I was a little bit roughed up, so Coming from Washington State, and I'm, I come to work the first day, fat lip, the nod in my head, and a black eye. And your dad's just like, "What in the hell's going on here, man?" <laughs> 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 I said, uh, "Well, I had a little problems finding the right cars getting into."
2: Yeah, it seemed like even back then, like TJ was the thing when you were young, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure coming from out of state, you heard, "Oh, dude, what do you mean? What do you mean Tijuana is only an hour away? Yeah, you know, an hour and a half or whatever it is, right?" Mm-hmm. So I know you probably don't want to get into the details of what happened there. No, but let's talk about um, you know because the late '80s, you know, because my dad had been in that shop for maybe three or four years. Two years. Yeah, two he, years before you got there. But '86. The but by the time you started, it was going into 89, 90, we're going in '89, '90. Things are starting to pick up, right? So we're talking about Cadzilla
0: time. Cadzilla time.
2: Moving into Shazoom.
0: Yeah, well, let's go back to Cadzilla time. Yeah, that, that was a big time build for ZZ Top. It was probably the most expensive car at the time, and we did it in I think six months. So that's like all hands on deck. But it went there. We were at a point where it was a body and a chassis, and it went together in less than a week, and it drove on the first ever power tour. So that's 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 pretty heavy.
2: No, that's and and you know what? It's do- that. What's cool is this is you're are talking about late eighties. Yeah, it was documented pretty well because they had that. I, I don't know who the guy was that was, um, they had it being filmed. So
0: well, it was Baskerville. And, with, uh, and oh, Brand, was it Baskerville? I thought it was something Randy scene something. did the photo shoot at Hollywood.
2: So we ran into Randy Lorenzen today, right? And and I'm trying to get him on the podcast. But yeah, uh, the. Top-selling hot rod issue of all time. Yeah, still that. Yeah, that it's you know
0: which I got lucky enough in '09. I was here for the 20th anniversary. Yeah, and
2: we were at the uh, NHRA museum. Yep, I remember. And you know, Randy had a great story about the photo shoot, and it was just like that. Just the just the that wasn't time lapse, but they just had the video back then. It being built like now, everybody's documenting every build. Like for everybody, because everybody has the bitchiness camera on their phone. Yeah, you know, Which, and it's like, but you know, look at what, like what Carl did with all the photographs. That's and imp- compiling them. Yeah,
0: it's unbelievable.
2: That's crazy, right? So you watch those, all those, you see all those pictures, and you go, "Wow." Yeah, just brings back a lot of memories. Well,
0: Andy Wallen had a poster, and it showed the cars we did in the ten-year time. Yeah, and it it would have been like building the pyramids. Because it was those are just the ones we did complete builds.
2: Yeah, everything was a complete build back then, for the most part, right? I mean, there were some there were some restoration. No, it,
0: We were busy. There was you just didn't get to do one thing. You you need you had to be ready to do five things. Hey, I'm sorry to interrupt you guys, but that's a
1: freighted eight. The freighted eight's coming and through, and that's brought to you by Hot Rods by Boyd Shine Sauce. Yes, get, get it with the, any that train
2: is. Full of it, yeah. <laughs> Going to retail stores in, in, in your nearest you. We're shipping right? out as we speak, literally.
1: <laughs> so sorry,
2: we just uh, no uh, problem. We, we Whenever our, oh, the old town train runs through Old Town Orange, we got to give a break. But um, yeah, that was a cool time. I mean, I was you know, just in high school, and you know, I just kind of grew up around this stuff. So the importance of all this stuff hasn't really hit me until the last, let's say. Tw- the second half of my life here, twenty years, mm-hmm. you know, so. But it's cool that people documented and, and got pictures of it. I mean, Dwayne took a lot of pictures too, and it's just like you know, back then it was it was kind of a chore to take pictures. Now you just don't think about it, right? Yeah. Now you just take a picture and boom, it uploads to the cloud, and you can your phone phone could fall in the ocean and it's still safe. You know, well, I,
0: I took a lot of pictures the first five years as well. That nice like to share with you, but the 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 second. Half of the, the 10 years I was with Boyd, I just, like, I'll wait for it to come out in a magazine.
2: Well, you know what? That's what I want to do next. I want to get with you and get with all your pictures. And let's get that and get them scanned. And let's do, like, a little slideshow, and we'll talk about it. You well, know?
0: The, and I got some stuff that you may not have seen. Uh, I've got video of Cadzilla coming from the Father's Day show with Larry Erickson driving it. And I'm next to him filming and it's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, with your dad, right? Yeah, my dad's your in the dad's pastor's in there. seat. dad's the highlight of his life. Yeah, out of control. There. Yeah,
1: we're, we're going to need that because when we start doing the, the Boyd University stuff, I mean, that, that's... Well, this is that, it. That, this is like... That's it right there. You know,
2: I mean, we had Mike Curtis on already, but I mean, you know, it's, you're, this is like the Boyd Boyd University stuff here. This is like the, the stuff that we, you know... Guys like you have the history, man. And you know, it's like we... That's why we're documenting because it's like it's kind of... What... It's a lot of it's history. It's the backstory to the stuff that, you know, that's like people see Cadzilla and go, oh, I know that car. It's a totally bitching car. But there's yeah. so
0: much to it. Well, there is, you know, and Steve Anderson told me a story. He was driving it uh, on the power tour, and they yeah. pulled into one spot in uh, Tennessee or somewhere along the way and literally pulled into a gas station. The kid's reading the centerfold. Here's Cadzilla. Parks before really? for the kid, loses it. So they're like, That's hey.
2: crazy. That's like some kind of commercial. Yeah. Right? It, that's it, like a Coca-Cola commercial or something. So you he know? got it's to get like in the car. This. Dude, that's awesome. He got to get in the car?
0: And they took him for a little spin. Holy crap, dude. And you know what?
2: Did, he, did they have a camera to document it? Well, you know what? Yeah. Uh, when I went on, took Shazoo, you know, me and my dad took Shazoo, and Gray Baskerville and Bob Bowder followed us, I was amazed. So that would have been 91, 92, right? This when I think I graduated. And it was like, I was surprised back then at how many people actually had cameras, like the disposable cameras in their car. I mean, we were in, you know, from starting in Vegas all the way through, you know, going through the highway and then people would just, you know, nowadays you take it for granted. But back then I was like, well, even then I was like shocked. I'm like, wait a second. Everyone's got a camera in there.
0: No, that's true. A little disposable camera. You know, and I, I, talking I, I I can tell you this stuff, but, I'm not taking much credit for it at all because that's Greg Morrell's job. Yeah, you know he had me. I think I had sanded the dash to prep. <laughs> I think that's about it. I happened to be in the right spot at the right time because Craig Naff was getting ready to take the roof off, so I was standing there and he hear somebody up in the off on a ladder, and he's yelling, "Hey, you cocksuckers!" So we're all turning around, looking at him, and then he's—we're lifting the roof off, and he takes that picture. Who who took it? Gray. Oh, oh, Gray oh. yeah. so that's the photo in in the magazine. You'll see my twenty-one-year-old face there. Oh yeah, yeah. Looking okay. at you. yeah. Yeah. So that's that's kind of, A little bit of luck, but uh, it it was fun.
2: Those are good times. I yeah. mean, um, and then. During all that, but that's what people don't realize, too. It's like the sport truck thing started to pick up. Yeah. Right? So just the first lowering of the CK bo- uh, trucks and just...
0: Well, your dad killed it with the first 88s came out. Oh, yeah. And that was kind of the whole restyle of a...
2: And that was with Dick Brogdon's ori- original truck, right? Yep. Yeah.
0: Yep. With the... They... Which
2: ended up, Simo ended up getting. Yeah. And then... Well, I think Jesse And James... then Jesse got it. And then Jesse had West Coast Customs chop it and did mm-hmm. the kind of like a, you know.
0: Yeah.
2: Reverse, I don't know. i call it reverse chop. I don't know. Yeah. Slant it back, you know. But, I mean, there was a lot of history in that in that truck. I
0: well, we are doing a lot of them.
2: Oh, it was like a factory. Yeah. You know, and then you had traders doing them. And then everybody else, everybody started doing those things. But they're starting to make a comeback. Oh, yeah. It's all I drive right now.
0: No, they're they're super popular. It's... They're big money and everybody's doing
2: them i think kr customs needs to do a throwback we could you could you know so let's let's go let's go back so basically keith i i was so we're saying in 88 i was just getting into high school you're you're 21 so
1: yeah you, you told me that you had a couple
2: good stories from when you were a youngster oh yeah i mean and you know what uh i have an older half brother and and you and him are uh, about the Keith, him and Keith are about the same age, but it just seemed like uh, during that time, Keith sometimes was more of a brother to me than you know, than my half brother was. You know, it was like he took me to my Keith took me to our first big concert. We went to Irvine Meadows, saw the cult. saw the cult with uh, Y and T and Dangerous Toys and some other of these <laughs> bands bands at the time. And but it was cool. I think I was fifteen at the time, fourteen, yeah, we're, fifteen.
0: We're, we're, which uh, Diane said, "You're gonna call me when you get there, and you're gonna call me when you leave."
2: And this, and th- you know, this is before cell phones, obviously. So it's like you have to hunt to find a payphone, and it's right, and you got to make sure you get change and all this stuff.
0: <coughs> I called, <laughs> <laughs> right?
2: Yeah, that was a, that was a good time. And then I think another time uh, where somebody else flaked, and then remember you went to Motley Crue. We went to Motley Crue at mm-hmm. Irvine Meadows. But you had good seats. Right. We had we had bad seats. Yeah. He was up in the front. Sorry about that. In the front watching <laughs> it all. No, that was... Um, so, let's, let's take off from Cadzilla. Now we're working into what? Shizune. I mean, there was a lot of other cars well, around that time. So, I'm just going to... Let's let you guide this thing. Because well, what, what well, the memorable moments for you.
0: Okay. Uh... Big time opportunity came along. We, we were, uh, Boyd got the job for, from Dennis Varney to do the 29 Roadster.
2: Which, I, not to interrupt, but I saw today and I got footage of today.
0: Still as it was. Wow.
2: And he actually, he drives the crap out of the thing. He
0: I, drove the crap out of it after we went and won Oakland with oh, it. he, he I,
2: I saw, he drove it down, la, uh, was it last year or year before? No, the year before to uh, the Father's Day show. Yep, just bugs all in the grill and everything.
0: So that's that was. Uh, we had a month, and it was it was bare steel, and I had a month to do the prep and get ready to go to Oakland and and we and we made it. And he went there and he got he got best paint, best detail. The thing was still to this day is it's one of my favorite cars. It, you know, it had a Ron Covell metal finished body. And it had a really trick front suspension with the with the torsion bars inside the frame rails, and it had a brushed aluminum louvered belly pan that it just—it was it, the car's out of control.
2: It's a, that's a nice—it's a nice car, and I'm—they I'm, cleaned it up. I mean, even for as much as you drive it, it still looks bitchin'. Yeah, you know, I saw it today, and it's really, really. It's good to see that stuff. And it's, like, un- untouched, yeah. really. It's that's not altered. Like, a, a we've old... talked about earlier about some of these Boyd cars that are pristine examples, and guys buy them and go, oh, I'm going to make it look like mine. It's like, I don't know. I, I'm kind of torn on that deal, you yeah. know? It's almost 30 years ago. Yeah, it's uh, exactly right.
0: Mm-hmm. The... Yeah, that was, a, that was a real experience. That was, that was my first experience going to Oakland, when it was in Oakland. And that, that show was... Mm-hmm. You could see it all in one day, and it it was a lot of it was a real exciting time. And yeah, because how long has it been back down here? Uh, two thousand two, I believe. Really? Because they had it. They moved a few times. They went to the Cow Palace. Yeah. And I think that was the last one. And then now it's Pomona. Now it's huge.
2: It's it's great. And you know, and this, uh, we brought Steve out today and, uh, yeah,
1: that's why I'm a little quiet. I, we were running around like crazy and then, then we got <laughs> been back a long day, man. Then we got back and long... edited for like what? Three hours.
2: Yeah. He's yeah. He's... And,
1: uh, now we're here on the first of two podcasts today, I guess. Yeah.
2: But we got it's... another one after this, but it, it, that show, I mean, that show, I'm glad that show is, is still strong. And it's drawn a lot of people. There was a lot of people waiting to get in today before the show opened. Yeah. Jesse.
1: Okay. So uh, as an outsider, yeah. th- uh, my first time there, I, I fucking loved it, dude. I-, I know we jammed through it, but dude, it was it was really cool to see like the 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 roadsters, like the the 30s, 40s, the, the you know the spec cars versus the rebuilds and all that stuff. And then I mean, you know me, man. The, the seeing the lowrider cars, like like all those like souped up. Uh, yeah. He
2: he grew up in the South Bay area, like Wilmington area. Yeah. So, like, so, it was a
1: real deal. Like, the the, the, the baddest gangster had, like, the 64 sprinkled metallic paint job, uh, Dayton's, you know, all just chromed out. And, and seeing those cars today just reminded me of, like, you know, back in the day, like, you know, there's, like, a, only a handful that had those kind of cars. But, dude, it was, like, a symbol of, like, you're, 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 you know, you're somebody in that neighborhood kind of thing.
0: Some of those can take 10 years to paint. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. No,
1: there, there was one uh, car. I, I forgot what year it was, but it was a blue paint job with a metallic, uh, you know, a finish. And as I was running the camera going down the side, it was like turning colors just because the camera was picking up the, the prisms of the light. And it just like, oh man, just the detail of the paintwork of some of these cars. It's just it's it's like artwork in itself, for yeah. sure. You know. And that's another thing I was telling Chris is like when I go to these car shows, I I take a lot of different photos of the cars because there's so many cars that have these kind of non-traditional paint color or color combinations that you wouldn't really, they they aren't traditionally like, oh, you know, these are, you know, uh, complimentary colors. these You know, like all that that stuff goes out the window with with the the hot rods. Yeah. Which I think is amazing. And, And for an outsider who just loves art, it's something that, that uh, I really can dig. You know, like, you know, I I can't geek out on the motors because you know it doesn't really make a difference to me. But these paint jobs are just so well done, and have so much intricacy, not only in the detail but the the, the different kinds of paint. You...
0: Well, and the way they're laid out, the 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 lines and the 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 quality of the stripes, the 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 whole layout, the pinstriping, just everything is over the top, and it's. Unless you've tried to do it you really don't know. I mean it's just that's rough. That's not something yeah. you do. Is
1: it a lot of like just do you is it mat work or is it like I mean just all freehand just very they, Those skilled.
0: guys are those guys are pulling tape lines yeah. and spraying different colors. Yeah, to to, then, to lay
1: the base. Yep. And then building from there, right? Yep. Oh, that's it's it's but any it, I mean the way that they understand the layering of it, so it like the end product has got these like hard lines with these gradients of like just little flakes yep. and deep colors. And it's all within like, you know, this four, three or four inches.
0: Well, and then get it the same side to side.
2: <laughs> there lies another problem.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right?
1: Or another
2: challenge, I should say. Yeah, no, um, I mean, the fit and finish, that's the most important part, right? I mean, because there is also a lot at the mm-hmm. show that you go, all right, and you look at it from afar, and you go, "Oh, that's that looks cool." As you get closer and closer, you go, Hee, yeah, I yeah, see good, what you're trying." Good from far from far from good. Far from good, you know. <laughs> but uh, it's just like you know what? I hadn't seen anything you had painted in years, right? And then I, I saw at the, two the, years ago Portland Roacher show. All the the Malibu, Dale
0: Hodson's right? sixty five Chevelle,
2: the Chevelle, yeah, yeah. dude, black, right? I walked up on that thing and I just, I just looked at it and I go, Do you know what, you still got it. Yeah, that. No, I mean, you know
0: what, I mean, you you because, uh, I mean, well, I'm a, I'm a product of my environment and that's what I learned working for Boyd. Yeah, even
2: even the cars and you know it's funny you see these shows where they're building cars and they're flipping cars and all this stuff and they, you know they're putting paint jobs on. Them. I mean they just don't compare i mean remember when you you were painting cars stuff my dad was flipping you know him and my brother were
0: buying like, did you paint the two-door uh chevelle the wagon yeah. uh-huh it was well, black we, yeah but that one we did fit and gap we we
2: that's, see that's
0: the other thing there's so many of these cars that's what i'm saying like that but, was
2: just a flipper yeah. right that was something that they i mean you look at it now and go wow we wish you could have a two-door no it was it was a, it was a wagon, real deal it was a real deal but dude, that thing
0: was dead nuts, and it, we, and that was just something to to, to build and take was, to Pomona. That, and stuff. that was something we did on the side.
2: That's what I'm saying. It was a side. That's not job. even
0: what we did eight during the eight nine to five. But but yeah. don't,
1: don't you think that those those kind of side gigs are like the ones that you can kind of like really kind of go nuts and you know like be creative and like you know just step up your game?
0: Yeah. You
2: know? Well, but but I but it's actually the, what I'm getting at is the fact that the, those things were the quick turnarounds, oh, but the fit oh, oh. the fit and finish on those things was better than some of this, just some of the stuff that guys are putting out their their hot rod shops as at, you know as a, a two year build. Yeah, you know, there's
0: too many to count. Yeah, they uh,
2: they would bring these things in and just we you know, we
0: we got one. With some of those, would they ran you know like that? Uh, we did a uh, a it was a Biscayne the the 62 biscayne it was a 454 dual quad same okay, thing yeah, yeah yeah black yes dead nuts fit gap yeah that thing it went to a happy home
2: <laughs> i don't know if you can just keep track of all these cars there's too many man there's i'm glad many. you're bringing them up yeah no there's just there is there's just
0: you show me a picture i remember but it it's uh there's there's too many to, to think of you know
2: no, there, like you said, there were the. That, that's the thing
1: is there was a. We're there, talking about what 25, 30 years of, you know. Doing oh yeah. This, right? Yep. I mean, yeah. but you, you know,
2: you look at there's a lot of cars that were the documented cars, yeah. right? Like me, when I say documented, meaning Hot Rod Magazine, Street Rider, they were there filming it. It got in the magazines.
0: Right? Well, like Aluma because while I was doing Varney's, Roadster, Greg was doing the Aluma
2: Yeah.
0: You know, and that car went on tool time, and. They uh, used it on the TV show back then. That that was pretty cool.
2: Yeah, that was what ninety two, ninety three. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, no, that was um, it's part of the reason that whole relationship with Mitsubishi and stuff. So that's the reason I got I, I went out and bought a Eclipse mm-hmm. GSX. And when I graduated, yeah, that was so. Yeah, that was night. Actually, that was earlier. That was ninety ninety one. I think. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of history, and that's that's something that, that I like to talk about. Is you know, a lot of people that know the name Boy Coddington, just think it all kind of started around American Hot Rod, you know, 2003, 2004. But yeah, there was it, a lot a lot of groundwork laid way before all that. the awards. All, all the important awards my dad won, and all the important <sighs> cars were done, you know, prior. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, I mean,
1: well, it's only in 2019 that you get a show for doing nothing. Yeah. Back 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 in the day, you have to earn it. So, oh yeah, yeah. Your, your dad was definitely somebody of notoriety that deserved the show. Nowadays, I mean, they, they, shit, they shit, do, we they, could they, do a show. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we are kind of doing a show. <laughs> there you go, right? Care for what you wish for. Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
2: So what 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 is Keith Russell working on right now? Um, What's the hot ticket? Now you showed me which we'll, we'll do you need to post some of those pictures of that uh they got a Smokey and the bandit tribute right trans yeah. am um,
0: we're taking it to the portland Roadster show and Dude, he got invited to the Salem. Those are our kind of big shows in the Northwest. That's, yeah, that's all so, we got.
1: So, so when when's that show? When's the deadline for that that car being done?
0: It's done. It's already done. Oh, it's it's yeah. already done. Yeah. It's already done. So yeah,
1: send, send us some pictures so we can put down the, the the graphic for the.
2: Yeah. No, for sure. It's yeah. cool. It's that's really. I mean, you know, yeah. I, I, if anybody else did a tribute car, they wouldn't spend that kind of attention. To Wait, it. what's
0: what's the car's uh, name? It's a it's a it looks like Smokey and the Bandit. Remember car. Smokey a, and the Bandit? Oh yeah, yeah. But
1: but does like the car have an, a, a, a? No, it's just a tribute car, right?
0: I call it Smokey. But it's, it's <laughs> okay,
1: fun. if you are listening to this podcast and you hashtag Smokey the Tribute, you'll get a free bottle of Shine Sauce. How about that? There you go. There you go. Smoky the Tribute hashtag or yeah hashtag Smoke the Tribute. Yeah. First, one to do that, and then and also podcast. tag Shine Sauce. Yeah. Right. Cool. And you get a free bottle of two ounce shine sauce.
2: That was our plug okay. for our sponsor.
1: Good. The train hasn't come in a little while. The train hasn't come in a little while.
2: So you got you just you finished that. And oh, it, we
0: have. I've got. Uh, I'm doing a thirty one Vicky. These are all, and I'm doing a thirty five Chevy Coupe. The new chassis, LS 4060 – and it's getting a chop, get the fit and finish, changing the deck lid area. Had to restyle the quarters a bit, and it's a. Th- those are the kind of like to do because you get to take them to, to nothing, put a little bit of. There, there aren't a total restyle. It is a car that exists, yeah. so you're just you're just making it as nice as you can make it. But driver, it's all. It's drivable. There, there's no, they no trailer queens or none of that. But uh, presentable and kind of what. I I was shocked because when I when I did move back up there, I didn't know if you could do it. You know, I'm like, man, I don't know. If, but do what do work on like, what I want to do. Same oh, thing. do it up there. Yeah, the, yeah, what I was doing down here. I said you could. So it's it's uh. It's popular. There's a lot. Going on and a lot of nice quality cars.
2: Yeah, I mean when I went to the Portland Roaster Show two years ago, it's it, impressive. It's a good show. I yeah. mean, you know they, it's it's not a huge huge show, but it's a good indoor show. Mm-hmm. Um, rains a lot up that that area that oh, time of I- year. <laughs> we were there for like the whole week and it it didn't seem to stop. But, no, it doesn't. You know, get
0: three good months. oh it's crazy. But they're nice three months. But there's still a lot of
2: hot rodding up in there. I mean, that's the thing. is, it, it sucks that California is so restrictive on a lot of things now because it really is the birthplace of hot rodding. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, you know, it was hot rodding 365, you know, where you're you're talking, oh, you yeah, got three good months. Otherwise, you know. It's, well,
0: that's, that's time to be in the garage working on them. So it's, it's, it's always a nice day in your no, garage. No, for sure.
2: Yeah, I mean that's something that's weird when you hear you don't hear anybody from California going. Well, uh, yeah, I won't need you know I won't need my wheels until a couple months because uh, it's if the car is put away for the winter. It's like yeah, well, it's in California. Someone's I won't like, need until no.
1: Thursday because it's about to like you know be cloudy on Tuesday. Yeah, no, yeah. Dude, no. <laughs> if,
2: if you're in that's other parts of the country, man, it's just like after no- after like October, November, forget about it. Right, they're not doing anything until about March. Don't know what that is here. No. We get four days of rain straight like last week, and it ruins our lives.
0: Yeah, I don't Which, mind the seasons.
1: Hey, we, we, we will rebuild.
0: Yeah, we
2: will, right? Yeah, but it's, the problem is around in California, as you know, because you lived here for a while, It's like it, it rains, it turns green, and then two weeks later, it turns brown, and it catches on fire. Yeah. yeah. And then, <laughs> so then, it's like, then it rains again, it's a mudslide. Yeah. Here oh, we go. Another afraid afraid of date. Brought
1: to you by Shine Sauce. Oh, get your Shine Sauce to have your engine... We're oh, gonna li- like let
2: you leave with some shine sauce I to lube, uh, use on just metal, aluminum. I'd love it. Polish it up. We want we want your feedback. We want feedback from professionals like yourself.
0: Well, thanks. I appreciate it.
2: So let's go back a little bit here. What? Okay, so you worked at the shop from we're talking from what till ninety eight? Uh, ninety
0: seven, I think.
2: Yeah, into ninety seven, right? And then, um, then you started kind of doing your own thing.
0: Well, I, I got. That's when we kind of had trouble uh, with the stock market. Yeah, and the thing kind of took a dump. Next thing you know, Boyd's on the outside looking in. To me, it didn't take rocket science. You can have a hot rods Boy Boyd without Boyd. Yeah. So that's when I said, I'm out. And. Uh, I was able to rent the original Hot Rod Shops paint shop, and yeah, then I the went back in, there, yeah, i in Monroe. Then I went at it on my own and got real busy, and it was it was uh, my deal. And what kind of, you know, I had didn't really set a business plan and didn't really think through any of that kind of stuff, and I really just stuff happened quick. I got to finish a, one of Boyd's cars that didn't get finished and it got took to the Roadster show so I got to be part of the get an amber winner yeah. out of my own shop by myself. So that, that was a pretty big deal to me and then after that I'm kind of like I don't know now what do you do?
2: So you just kind of hung out back there and just worked on stuff and then you ended up moving back to Washington what? 2001?
0: Yeah, yeah it was 01. Yep. And there was... There was a lot of work that I didn't get done. I ended up coming back down to finish stuff up before I could officially move back up there. So it was... Uh, cool. Wait, so the,
1: I, I got to make sure the levels are okay. Hold on.
2: There you go. Yeah, yeah. They're, <laughs> they're, they're still on point. Okay. So you sent them back up first? Yeah, I did. actually family?
0: Them, and then I'd come back down. And I finished up. uh, It was a. It was a '57 Cadillac Beritz convertible, for that Bivens John Bivens next door neighbor with the the Indian, place. Where is that? uh, Right next door on Monroe. Remember Hot Rods and Haulers, and then you had the Indian shop. Oh yeah, next to us. Yeah, yeah. So it was for the owner of the Indian shop. Okay. And it was a stock restoration, but those are pretty. What was his last name? Bivens Bivens John Bivins.
2: Oh, I thought it was. A, what did I think it was? His name was Jerry. No,
0: that was the original owner. Oh, and then John got Jerry it from Greer. Jerry. Yeah, Jerry Greer was the original. Oh,
2: okay, that's why I'm getting confused. Okay, yep,
0: from the Indian Engineering. Yeah, yeah. So that was the last thing that me and him had that that job going, and I came back down to finish that, and then moved back up there for good, and once you move you start over
2: you sure, start at right? the
0: bottom there ain't it don't matter who you are or what you've done once you relocate you start over yeah so that's that's always a challenge
2: but it seems like i mean you've kind are you're, you're definitely under i mean i gotta say you're under the radar man yeah I, you're I definitely under the radar and you know what i i gotta say just i i see i mean i'm i'm in this like i'm not the i gotta admit i admit i'm not the biggest car guy but i'm like i am a car guy because i've grew up in all this and i just seen it all and it's like i talked to all, all kinds of people i sell wheels to all kinds of people and there's a lot of talented people out there man, but you are definitely still one of the top painters
0: i appreciate out there. it
2: no you really are and and
1: uh yeah chris, uh, chris spoke highly about you before you even uh came on the podcast but he, he said that you had stories from the get-go because you guys have been oh friends for man such a long time but <clears throat> what he, the way he described you is like, dude. He's like one of the top American painters that like people just need know more about.
2: Yeah, for sure. You know, and but I mean, it's all it's just, it's just it goes back to when you, you know, like I said, this guy's like an older brother. He's the older brother to me. You know. Yeah. Um, but you grew up and you learned the trade through my dad, and and we talk about stuff that my dad says or my dad would teach us. All the time. Hey, what's what's no,
1: a, what's a boyerism?
2: No, no, no. So 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 go ahead. Let's let's talk about you know the the theme of this here. Is gonna shit be, your dad said. Yeah, no, it's going <laughs> to be basically. Look, early bird gets the worm. We talked about this over dinner. It's like I get more if I can get into work at six. I get more done between six and eight than I do from eight to you know afternoon. Just I guess maybe because we're you're out and about before everybody gets up and starts calling and stuff. But you, I mean, you always were—you were a hard worker, man. You were always at the shop. So,
0: well, get, one thing—I well, think one boiterism would be—he always tell me, "You better wake up sweating. You better be scared, and you better hit it hard, because you can't ever let that—you can't let it up, man." It's—it's it's a how he—I would never attempt to do anything he's done because he's just took it to another level, and the—and the, and the scale, the. The commitment when you do a complete build because he's building the chassis he's building all the pieces that go to the car and it's just it's daunting so that is a major commitment that you gotta and, and he and it's like building the pyramids and well
2: if, and back then it was just like you know the there was cnc machining was just starting to come along but most of those chassis, you know, uh, the suspension components and chassis parts and stuff, that was all done on conventional mills. Yeah. In conventional lathes, Yep. Right? And it, it's not like, now it's like, oh, shit. Uh, we, yeah. Hold on. Let's change the program and let's put another part back in. I mean, you're talking, back then it was weeks and weeks to build and months to build. And it was like weeks to fix stuff that went wrong. Now it's like hours or days. Mm-hmm. But I mean, as far as just work ethic, you know, it, to go ahead and tell a story about that you told me earlier about my dad rolling up at five in the morning.
0: Oh yeah, we yeah you he'd be out there, and uh, he he would he'd come in and yeah I can't sleep man
2: because it'd be like you guys would get you because you used to get to work early like what, yeah, five, I'd four or five
0: in the morning start at five I go yeah. five to five and no. so he'd come in <laughs> there and. <laughs>
1: Hey, just just for the record, yeah. Uh, you know, Keith's wife is here. And, and yeah, Susan's
2: over here, and she's she's coaching from the side. She doesn't want to be on the mic, but she's coaching. You know
1: what? The- I I think for the last segment, like we're gonna have to take a little time out, and I think we should put Susan on for <laughs> about fifteen twenty minutes. No, you're having a beer here. That was a deal. You have a beer here. You get the you microphone. You, you, no, you already drank it. You already. Okay. So, anyways, but but no, Susan is here, and she's being a loving wife, <laughs> listening to Keith. But Just always fact checking his, you know, his his commentary. So he's holding
2: back. I know he. he <laughs> he's oh, oh, back. Okay, okay. I'm gonna agree with her on this one. She's over here saying he's holding <laughs> back, and he is holding back. Don't hold back. Don't hold back.
0: Oh no, no.
2: So he's so. Let's no. let's talk about five in the morning. My dad rolls in. Hey.
0: Well, he he'd come back and hey, how's it going, man? He's always upbeat and he's he's like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna. We're going to both yell something out together as loud as we could. So, the only. This is over off Monroe. This is off Monroe. And I mean, we got a methadone clinic on the corner. (laughs) So, and there's a long line. And there's guys on bicycles and there's guys in Porsches. (laughs) And for whatever reason, they're there for their methadone. Yeah. So, then, anyways, that. uh, Boyd would say, we're both going to yell out fuck you motherfuckers (laughs) as loud as we could and he goes doesn't that feel better and i'm like yeah it feels good (laughs) so we'd both laugh and all right let's get some shit done man we get to work and it was it was it was a good day
2: yeah you know what um definitely there was a lot of it's funny because when if you if you people hearing that story be like god that's kind of a negative thing you know like you're like yelling out you know oh, as a release man no but i mean there was so much positivity behind all this it was just like no we're gonna it basically the same no screw everybody else all you, you people at the methadone clinic who gave made bad decisions in your life no we're over here building some cool shit yeah and just, we're up at five in the we're up at five in the morning busting ass on parts that are going to be a part of history yeah and you guys you know what i'm i get it yeah, it just uh,
0: clears your head man it's no heart no hard feelings to anyone it's just not directed at anyone. it's just a way to just feel better
2: release releasing some energy and yeah. we're, we're going after it yeah no uh, that, um, i mean it, it's funny because like i said i was a young kid at the, the, those times well he. But it was like you know, I don't know. It's weird how you absorb different stuff, you know, growing up. And I think I didn't absorb as much of the car stuff. Oh, you did. I did. I did. I, I, did, I but... think subconsciously you did. No, you did. I did. Totally. Totally. But but I, I, the way just different things that got dealt with back then, how I deal with it in my life, you know, whether it be business or you know personal stuff, family stuff or whatever, you know. I mean, it's just kind of like – There was just like this crazy vibe going on though too back in Stanton. You know, even as a kid, I knew something was special was going on because Um, you know. And
0: I I got that video that Andy Wallen put together. Yeah, and I I was go I I thanked him. I got that through Mike Curtis, and then I I contacted Andy Wallen. I said, man, thanks thanks a lot for doing that. He goes, yeah, those those were special times on Monroe. You know, I don't think it could be duplicated because you had the right crew. You had the right owner and we had the customers and business was good. And there was, there was, he had us, you couldn't walk between the buildings. There's so much work to do. And, and we were booming. So we're all doing good. And, you know, I was able, Boyd helped me get my first house. I was 24 years old, man. I put 30 grand down on my first house. Wow. And that, that meant a lot to me, man. So I was able to have my family and it, the, the house had history. So Vogel had built uh, the world's fastest 40 in my garage.
2: Yeah, I remember so how okay, because he had that place.
0: He rented it from our friend Al Knoll that had the auto parts store. Al Knoll. Yes. And I didn't know that. When I recon- when I saw the photo shoot from Street C worked Street Router, and I'm like, Yeah. Hey, that looks like my yard," he goes. <laughs> "It is," and he said, uh, "That is your yard." So I was like, "Man, that's really cool." You know, and that that was a, that's still today. That's a, unbelievable, car.
2: Yeah, I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, Al owned the auto parts shop by where my dad and my mom had their first
0: house, where they built like the Silver Bullet. Yep, and he's still going. He called me probably six months ago. Who's this? Al Knoll. Come on.
2: Yeah, Al the Really, Really,
0: still alive? Yep. That's amazing. Yeah, he's How old doing is that good. guy now? He's ancient. He's got to be in his 80s. Yeah. He's still a hot rodder. And really? That's awesome. Yeah. Did you talk to him at all? I did. Yep, I got his number. And oh, I, dude. I was happy to hear from him.
2: Dude, tell him. Yeah, pass that number on. I'd like to talk to him. Yep. Because uh, he was on the other side of the wall. We used to, you know, they used to, it, it, there's an auto parts store, like, right outside the neighborhood. They're right there where my dad had his house, the first house before they moved to Orange Avenue.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: No, that's total. Yeah. Memories. No, yeah. I, I I was
1: expecting you to go to I, I was expecting not to talk that much tonight, which is good because I'm fucking butt ass tired from you know running around all day. Don't be a whip. No, 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 <laughs> no, but but no, I I, I wanted to hear you guys' <laughs> stories because your guys' history goes back so far. Oh.
2: And you know, I still think that you guys, man We've still got a lot of stories, but we probably can't tell too much detail and we gotta get in trouble, but yeah. Well, Susan's
1: here, and I, 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 I think you're a respectful guy, so I don't think you'd get in that much trouble. But even no. if you did, I think Susan would put the... You know. Well, she she does
2: what he wants. Yeah, <laughs> Susan yeah. has known Keith for a long time through the yep. wild uh, the wild stages, and now.
1: Well, well you guys, Keith... were, you guys were talking right before you guys walked in the door
2: that you guys met,
1: you met your wife Susan when she was what, or when you were in your teenage years? Yeah,
0: like? it was I was eighteen, she was sixteen, and buddy she came to the party with a buddy and and that was kind of the first time we saw each other and so we've known each other quite a long time <laughs> we both kind of did our own thing and then it all worked out we got together and we got a nice little family and
1: nice yep
2: they actually got married in my parents backyard
1: wow yeah over there off orange avenue
2: in yeah. the back yeah. of my mom was the See? we talked about because i got in trouble because my mom was the wedding coordinator, right? Yep. Yes. And uh I was the audio guy. And they had the uh, different music planned out. My mom did, right? <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden after the wedding's winding the wedding's the ceremony's winding down and the reception's picking up, these guys, you know, I mean uh, that's when KNC was big. What the <laughs> Yeah, and then you know Susan says, "Hey, can we turn up some good music here?" Like meaning like Motley Crue or some some kind of heavy metal, some
1: metal stuff. Metal, yeah. Well, K-N-C, I mean, yeah, for K- those of you guys who don't was, was heavy
2: metal hard rock station in LA for many, many years. 105.5. 105.5. Yeah, so uh they they want me to crank it up in course. Yeah. What what am I? They're 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 the uh, you know, the bride and groom. So I cranked up some stuff, and my mom came and yelled at me. And it was just like, I don't know. I don't know what happened. We're, We're going to have to it. it was like de- I put on Def Leppard or something. I think dude, that's what I, I had. Man. I, I, next time your mom's on here, maybe we could have Keith calling for a segment. Oh. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's some good stories. Oh, these guys have all kinds of crazy stories. I mean, yeah. dude, I, you got to tell you, I can't even repeat here some of the stories I heard as a... 14 15 year old kid in that lunchroom. Yeah. That was kind of like the thing. It was like theater. Yeah. It really was. I mean, you had especially like so the the way the lunchroom was there was a table in the middle. There was a circle like a like square circle table in the middle with like four chairs. And then it was like around the perimeter. Yep. And it seemed like the only people that sat in the middle were like the entertainers really, you know? Yeah. Like Lars. Mhm. Right? Lars or Dallas. Yeah. And remember these guys would sit in the middle and they it, it was like it was like this hour, I don't know, maybe not an hour. Maybe we were, they're taking up thirty, but but you know it was it was kind of cool because you know they all everyone took their lunch at the same time. Well, the morning and, and a lot of guys packed their lunch, yeah. right? So you guys did. You guys weren't taking off going to McDonald's.
0: Nah, yeah. they go to the Bristow. All the Swedes would go to the Bristow. The which one? The Bristow. It's gone now. It's like what off, is right off Catella, right past the railroad tracks going south. That was called the Bristow. And yeah. they would go there for lunch, but the first break, our half hour break, we're all together. That's when we oh. go to the lunch truck.
2: There you go. Okay. And we'd all sit there. Okay, and... the first break. Yeah.
0: yeah I remember you guys I would remember one of the funny uh, stories, man. Well, I remember one of the drivers, he he started laughing and he had a mouthful of milk and he sprayed it all over Larry Sergev's face. <laughs> oh, so it was God literally God. dripping off his face. He didn't flinch and he didn't wipe it off. He just kept eating. <laughs> See, he is so pissed off. He's not even going to – he's not going to acknowledge that milk's dripping off his face, and he is soaking wet. That's amazing.
2: Man, there were some characters. Yes. There's some characters that came through there.
0: But you're right. Some of the stuff shouldn't be repeated on the podcast. I mean, I heard some stuff as a kid. I was like, oh, my Wait, gosh. I think statute of
1: limitations is like 20, 25 years. No, so like like, seven, seven, are 14. we are we okay, or are we, we still in the, uh, the gray sure. area? <laughs> oh, yeah. Susan, you're going to have to fact check that for us.
2: Make sure <laughs> – make sure
1: none of us get arrested after this podcast airs
2: yeah. well, well you know what when uh, we got a cool story when when my uh, this is probably not too long after I'm trying to think I'm talking about the, uh, the Father's Day show where we took all the 32 parts there
0: oh well that so, was uh, when was that you were you guys were little so this would have been well I would have been
2: just started high school
0: you weren't in high school did yeah you?
2: because yeah you came in 88 I went to high school in 88 uh yeah. I'm telling you. I graduated okay. 92. I graduated 8th grade moving in in 88.
0: Uh, okay. Well,
2: I acted really immature, Keith. That's probably what I'm yeah, thinking I must of. it. <laughs> no, so basically at, at that point, uh let's say it's 88-89, this happened. We had you had already been at the Monroe shop for a few years, and so there were still the shop at my mom's and dad's
0: house the inner sanctum yeah boyd (laughs) says hey if you guys get up in my attic clean it out you can take it to pomona and have all the money and i'm salivating yeah and it was
2: me and it was but it was me i was it was little greg it was me me and my brother greg and you and that's it and we went and i don't know how many trips we made
0: well we made we we took uh, we had to rent a box van to, and we filled it up, and it was that's right. It was all those great early forts that Boyd wouldn't use a perfect thirty-two frame or a fuel tank or the window garnish or the inner regulators, any of those nice parts that most people would kill to have because it's all like in perfect working condition or straight, no no damage. Yeah. So we loaded these things up, went to Pomona.
2: And there was, but also two tons of like, uh, there was also a lot of the billet, like prototype parts, valve covers and stuff. I remember that early stuff. Yeah. You know, stuff that was like, oh, you, know, you know.
0: That we, we'd probably like to have it back, but.
2: Right. Yeah. So I, I remember going out to Pomona and then we set up at the end of our, you know, he had the same spot in Pomona every year. And I remember we were at the end of it. And I remember getting there super early.
0: Yeah. It was before but we we it was before daylight oh yeah and we had sold most of our stuff before the sun came up
2: yeah I, I remember by like 10 o'clock having a wad of cash in my pocket because we split it remember we split yeah. it three ways I think is what way it worked out
0: unfortunately I didn't know the value of those parts so <laughs> as I told you and little Greg I said hey you guys want to load it back up
2: yeah right so let oh, it go I remember I remember just it was like a feeding frenzy and, and it was I, looking back that was like some of the holy grail of of 32 parts. And
0: people walking out of there smiling and bragging. And then the guys that didn't get that would come to our spot and chew me out. <laughs> and they they were pretty upset, but God, oh well. We,
2: but man, I remember I'd have forgot how much money I had in my pocket as as a little kid. That
0: yeah, it was in the thousands.
2: Dude, it was.
0: So I don't think we did too bad, even though we gave it all away. So, you know, I probably, if I'd have been a bitter businessman, we'd have had triple money, but we'd probably have been bringing half of it home. Yeah. So but it's I kind mean, of For my
2: dad, it was more of a matter of, hey, look, uh, you know. It's got to go. It's got to get cleaned up. It's got to get out it of It overwhelmed us. That's that's how I'm the opposite of my dad. Like, I, I keep on keep shit too long, you know, where he's like, get it out of here. Get it out of here. You know,
0: but see, that's where your dad had the vision, man. Because he he would do stuff where we're like, man, I don't know what you're thinking, but you know, once he, once he did it, it's like you you'd see it.
2: Because <laughs> I remember we we interviewed Bob Bowder, and he was talking about how my dad said, "Hey, come over here, check this out." And my dad was machining some valve covers, right on the Bridgeport, and Bob was like, "He's like, you know, My dad said, like, "What do you what do you think?" What do you, and he goes, "Boy, can not we just go buy valve covers?" And he looks. Get out of here, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you know. Bob's like no, but he had a vision, you know. Mm-hmm. And after he's done, it's he like okay, I get it,
0: I get it. Yep.
2: I mean that that billet movement. I mean, you know, you were kind of there from the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, you saw the transition to it just being. You know, I think what what really helped the uh on the CNC end of it, it was just kind of like this convergence of things. So you had. The hot rod things were, were one thing, where you're building a lot of one-off parts. But all of a sudden, these trucks come around, and you go, "Wait, we can put a billet steering wheel in these things, billet pedals, and then the CNC machines allow for mass production of these things." And it's just kind of this convergence happened, and it just it had this billet explosion. But 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 I mean, the truck thing was part of it, but then also the wheel end of it, where the true the first true made-to-order wheel program was offered to the hot rodding community here's designs what do you want what size do you want what width do you want what offset do you want
0: well and that's the thing is we saw the first the three-piece wheels come together and and it's uh that's a lot of responsibility right there
2: yeah no i mean uh just how it's evolved you know how it how it how there's like you build you build parts for your car and you go you know like how John Butera built these first sets of wheels and just okay let's build it for that car let's move on but then my dad's like no hold on a second I think we can sell these people and it's like eh, I don't know I think people buy these things you know and then here we are you well know? you know, <laughs> you know we
0: when are. I when I started in eighty eight there was I think fifteen guys in the hot rod shop yeah and I don't know if the wheels was like. I'm not sure. Help me out there. How many was at the wheel shop back then?
2: Oh man, maybe four or five. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, maybe. Because uh, yeah, there were maybe, maybe four or five guys. It was still relatively small. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, that I mean, before it was even Boyd's Wheels. You know, my dad had the ad under Hot Rods by Boyd in the magazines uh, with a few few designs, and then Boyd's Wheels ended up being the na- brand name. You know, in the late '80s. And then, man, it all kind of exploded from there.
0: Yeah, which is why when we built the cars, it showcased the wheels.
2: Yeah, for sure. It was definitely definitely the greatest marketing tool for the wheels. But, I mean, the wheels were built to fit the car. It yeah. wasn't like some kind of afterthought. It was just like that's the reason the wheels got built because there was nothing available at the time that was going to just, you know, you weren't going to do all these body mods and these, this, you know, Changes to this a thirty two roadster, and then put just you know Craigers on or Americans or something on there. You no,
0: know? no, it was always new. So I'm
2: just I'm sorry, I'm in a little brain fart here.
0: No, that's fine. Yeah, it's. it's.
2: But what what else during those times? I mean, because it's it seems like the early nineties was just like happening, man. Yeah, it was I happening. Mean, it was fast. So you come farce. off the the the. the Dennis Varney Roadster, and what what else? Just is one of the highlights that you have during those early nineties. Bef- uh, before let's, I'm at the Monroe shop before it moved over there to Cerritos.
0: Yeah, well, that's the thing too. There's so much at Cerritos. Uh, there's too many to the list, man. I mean, I don't even know if there's.
2: Well, because when did Chip go to work?
0: Uh, he came in. I think it was. 94
2: about 94 right because then maybe another year or two then we moved over to yeah cerritos Mm -hmm. right
0: yep which is really where we got to he changed the whole 32 with the with the boyster which was one we finished at cerritos as well so it was started at monroe but finished over at cerritos and that was a total restyle of a 32
2: yeah, and and you know, my dad had worked with like Tom Taylor, you know, obviously for years and years, but that was kind of like the first time where it's like, hey, look, we're gonna bring a guy on
0: mm-hmm. he, that's
2: gonna be a full time designer, you know. Well, he um, had to
0: because Chip's drawings would sell the job. Yeah, and we're doing prototype hot rods,
2: and and, and you know, you end up ha- you end up designing so much and and having and making so many changes and all this, you might as well just have somebody there right mm-hmm. so chip was a guy because i remember originally he was designing shirts for my dad doing that kind of stuff and then um yeah didn't he drive what, what what did he first drive when he pulled up to the shop
0: i remember that oh Art, he, it was a, p- from a pink it was a purple it was a purple so four-door vw rabbit <laughs> but it was purple wasn't it <laughs> yeah it was purple
2: Damn, that's funny It's funny. I wonder if uh, anyone's got pictures of that.
0: I'm sure we got some somewhere.
2: (laughs) Man, I want to compile all these pictures that everybody has.
0: Yeah, there's so many. And just have
2: this huge timeline. I mean, Andy did with what? Those are all Carl's pictures and Andy. No, Andy has the. Those are Andy's. He
0: has a. I took a picture of it over at chip shot and it's a poster. And I had to take two pictures to fit all the cars in. He goes, can you believe these are all complete builds we did over the 10 years? Those don't count the ones we finished or the, like you're saying, the quick jobs. The
2: quick jobs, are those flippers, yeah, you know. So
0: that's where it's just, it's, my brain's getting old, man. I got to, I got to refresh it a little more.
2: Well, that's, that's our next step. What we'll do is we're going to do a little, we'll do a little compilation and we'll do a slideshow and then we can just kind of talk to each of these cars. Yeah. Because there are, there's so many, there really are, there are so many of those cars I mean we can talk about Cadzilla we want or Shazoom and all this stuff, but
0: but look at the so like back to the Monroe shop, so you got the we did a – we finished we did a Phantom 40 two-door woody, yellow, and that was that was an amazing It was a restyle of a, of a, Ford, a Ford, four-door woody, which is what they were stock. We made yeah. a two- door okay And it was a yellow full everything was yellow, so like the the chassis made the cover a hot rod. Just the chassis. Really? The detail and the paint of the motor, the, all the, the everything was painted yellow and chrome. And then your uncle, Chi-Chi. Cousin, yeah. We did his uh, 36 Woody. There's, that was a side job. So it's.
2: there's so many. So I many. Mean, and you know what? Uh, Dwayne's got a bunch of pictures, too, that he shared of, you know, when we were doing all the muscle cars. Mm-hmm you know yeah because and, and it was what the muscle car shop right was around over off electric where the where the uh, wheel shop ended that's how
0: big we got and i was part of that so your dad sent me over there we even did a we tried doing a 24-hour deal where there's a crew in the paint shop from the morning time then there's a crew in the evening time really and, yeah and i tried i did the evening time thing for you know we'd go for it for like a year or so and didn't really work out. No? No.
2: Trying to do too much?
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, Lars was telling us we could drink beer, keep beer in the cooler, so that didn't help very much. Yeah.
2: That, you know, I notice uh, productivity goes down yeah. when the beer consumption goes up. Mm-hmm. Bullshit.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, uh, I know. I'd like to... I like to think that it, it, it you know, product, production goes up maybe the first two beers and then after the, the, yeah. the three or four beers it starts well, to go you, down. You,
1: we should have had a nitro ale today at the the grand roaster show. They had
2: a nitro ale.
1: Yeah. yeah it it was it wasn't branded by like a, a brewery. It just said nitro it, ale on the tap with like this like generic, some like, very generic stuff, like cl- kind of
2: clip art font. Like <laughs> I was like no. That and some uh, cheese fries, over there. So mm-hmm. you're gonna go to the show tomorrow?
0: Yeah, I'm excited. It's uh it was a pretty good show. It was
2: a pretty it was a, it was
0: Oh, it never disappoints, man. For the West Coast, that's it. Yeah,
2: so, so what 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 cars do you like most like
1: looking into? You cuz you've been talking about like a lot of like the 1930s and even a couple of 40s. Is that that, that your cup of tea like the, the that, that kind of roadster, that kind of hot rod? It
0: is I I truly love them all though. That there isn't a bad one. So it's 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 the challenge of the project. So I think, I, I, if you ask me what my favorite is, but, man, I like them all. They're all my favorites. Yeah,
2: yeah and, I, and I'm kind of the same way. I just like something that's done well.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, it doesn't matter what it is. Well, I guess for you guys, it's kind of like uh, just inspirational. You it's know, like, inspirational. Like, and and yeah, the, It mean, could it, be like seeing like some dog shit stuff that you're like, oh, God, no.
2: No, I I mean, it, the, it's just like, I, many times my dad would would say, "God, dad, that's, I'm not into that," but that's done really well. Like the guy really spent some time on it and did it well. Or that's really what it is, right? I mean, it's just like the workmanship into something. It might not be your thing,
0: but but even a boydism, it could be the roughest car out there. And the guy would ask your dad to go look at it, and he'd say, "Nice job, man," because he had total respect for anybody that's going to throw their hat in the ring and do it because it ain't easy. Yeah. So there there was not no dog shit car, man. They're all somebody's, that's their car, man. They're, they're proud. And, and that, I learned a lot from Boyd from that because he's just like, he'd take the time and he'd go see that car and he'd be like, right on, dude. That's right.
2: Yeah, he definitely, I mean, my dad had a lot of appreciation for a lot of different genres, even that he wasn't into. Like lo, the lowrider stuff, he always said, he's like, man, Chris, those guys... Uh-huh. Those guys spend some time on these cars, and well, it's like the love of the, the love of the process, the love of the car, you know. And it, it's kind of like my dad wouldn't, you know, chrome plate every bowl or, or, or airbrush, you know, a, a stripper bar <laughs> underneath the hood. we saw? I, well, I don't know what I don't even know what, what, what year the car was because I was looking at the, the. The murals on it, but yeah, the, uh, it, under the, the under the
1: hood sides, under was the a, hood and uh, against the engine, uh, the firewall, yeah, the firewall, yeah. It, it was all it was crushed. like a cholo, like fuck. It was like I don't even know how to tell. Like, it, it you a know stove. what it was?
2: It was just like the ultimate drug dealer uh, stripper party uh mural. No, you know no,
1: it was, it was it was more than that. It, it, was, it was crazy, yeah.
2: but I mean. Dude, probably, that yeah, dude spent a lot of time into that, <laughs> had a lot of money into it. Yeah, with, yeah. And with and Mexican low rare
1: stuff, up. it could be like two strippers and then like Jesus Christ in the middle. Like, like, yeah. You know. <laughs> <It could laughs> no be. disrespect, but I just our culture is kind of, yeah, kind of like right. That, yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean, we thank yeah. God for the heavenly bodies, so you know. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Jesus. <laughs> but awesome work though. Yeah, yeah there's right? not a.
2: I mean just, whether it's a motor whether it's a motorcycle or a car a truck or some of the bikes low rider, dude there were some there were some nice bikes there today
1: yeah it was just a little little small stable worth of bikes, but like dude, every bike in there was like sick
0: but back to side jobs too when we we did a project uh, when Disneyland turned fifty
2: uh, yeah, they, they no, had
0: the giveaway cars
2: the all the the, 57s? Was no, it the fifty
0: sevenths no f- they we picked was it, he picked uh they gave one away for the right customer that came through the gate on the fiftieth anniversary. Okay. So they gave all these away, but they're all fifties cars. So yes, some were fifty sevens. Okay. And we had to. But a ask, lot of
2: them were tri fives, right? I mean, they were.
0: There was. Yeah, but there were, they could be like, a Corvette. And, uh, okay. And we also we restored uh, Mickey and Minnie's little. I remember that. Bantam that they that I think they still drive it. Really. Yeah. In the parade. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I remember that.
0: And that was kind of cool. So I was a, you know, and he had the the account with Ferrari. So we're fixing damaged Ferraris that come over from from Italy. You know, and these are
2: well. That's when a Ferrari was was over there in uh, Cyprus. Yeah, yeah, brand new
0: Testarossas. That. You know, zero miles. I'm moving these things around between the shops and stuff. And V12 and just it's mind blowing. That's big money, man. Oh, back then. Yeah. Oh man,
2: that was cool. I mean, and you know, you, totally I look cool. at Cyprus now. Cyprus is like the the epicenter of mediocrity and just boringness. And just in in, uh, in Orange County, it really is. But I mean, look, Ferrari was there. You know, you got Mitsubishi's headquarters there, Yamaha, right? All this crazy stuff. But
0: which was fun because your dad always he'd buy a new Mercedes and a new Ferrari every year, right off the bat with Laura. Do some paint work change a few things he'd drive that both those for the year and usually someone would want them so they're gone and would do it again the next year those are the side jobs man it's yeah like,
2: they dude and just but just all the cars too they got repainted and touched up and do all that stuff and got sold you know just the flip cars i mean whatever you want to call them
0: well know? that came from when he was when he had three semis going cross country so we're covering the both coasts and Middle America, and he would go with the customers' cars. A lot of times, deliver a car, he'd buy one, bring it back. And there, that's... there was
2: a lot of that, man. I remember just you know just driving cross country, towing a trailer, bringing a car back, taking a car somewhere. A lot of driving back then.
0: Well, no, this is back when we had those stacker semis. No, I know.
2: I mean, it, but it, it started back in the. Early '80s when my dad had that little, uh, it was like a C10 with a camper body on yeah. the top with the hauler. I think ultimately ended up burning down, but I remember making I remember making two or three trips to Jamie Musselman's place. Yep, uh, oh, as a as a, you know, I just went on a road trip 1,800 miles with my kids over the holidays, and um, you know, I remember being a kid going driving from L.A. to Texas, uh, San Antonio. That's some boring ass driving man well boring when you you get to texas you're still like oh yeah you get to el paso and you're like oh we're in texas we're almost there no (laughs) you're still another 10 hours away from san antonio it it wasn't boring
0: if you're riding with purple pete
2: no 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 but this is as a kid as i got older you start getting you know you go to the car shows purple pete rest his soul
0: yeah so we're in a kind of a shadier part of town And
2: purple pete for you don't know is pete peterson uh drove a truck for my dad for many many years and he was just i mean there there's a, there's a whole episode on Purple Pete we can bring a bunch of people in but he he's the guy that just knew everybody everywhere and he could break down in some random town in America and he just knew somebody that would bail him out of it right
0: well and he'd pull into Seema last one there and still get the best spot inside the place
2: yeah I remember his deal every year at Winter Nationals uh, up in Pom- Pomona. He never had tickets. He would just roll in with a box of donuts. and he-, he taught me at SEMA. He goes, no, Chris, you just have to act like you're supposed to be there. And I go, well, well, you can't drive back there. He goes, no, watch this. And you just wave and you point and you act like you're supposed to be there, like you're supposed to be doing that.
0: Where
1: was
2: that today? yeah i know <laughs> we really because you know we tried to get in media passes to I'm the teasy, grand national I, no teasy. i know but uh we waited a little too long and we didn't get a response and kind of got blown off but it is what it is but we're still guerrilla. But, but 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 you know what greg my brother greg says yeah we need to do a pete style and show up with some donuts and roll up like we're supposed to be there you know
0: yep that's how you learn man
2: but you know what there was still i mean the the theme, though, that I keep thinking about is a lot of hard work, man. It's like, you know, you can be as flashy as you want, man, but you got to be a hard worker.
0: But the crew, you had Petey Morel Electrical. Yep. Greg and I were the painters. We were together for – he was there two years before me. We were there together every single day. We never had a problem. That guy – Great guy. Beautiful guy. Great guy. You got the Swedes. You got Carl. Could do anything. Yep. You got Andy, he's brake lines like none other. I mean, it's perfection. You got Pele, chassis, you had... uh, Because there was, what, four or five Swedish guys at the time? mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. All
2: talented guys.
0: Yep. Larry building the chassis, Johnny Anderson doing the machine work. So it's all, everybody's got their niche. And When you put that, when you're, the way your dad could keep us all going and together, and we're making some nice cars
2: and having fun in the process, and
0: having a lot of fun,
2: and looking back now, it's great to look back now and talk about this because there's a lot of history there. There's a know. lot of
0: history there. We the Saturday morning breakfasts, how many times Little John's there, and we're we're at the White House. Yep, eating these things called Dolly Partons, man, and they were good. What were they? Uh, it's like. It's like refried beans and and it's these two. Uh, over- it's, gotta be,
1: it's gotta be mounds of something. It's mounds of something
0: kind of look. <laughs> <kinda> look yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. Yeah. It's, fried, so, it's not... You know,
2: hey, Steve. It sounds Over-easy. like uh, sounds it's like American way. Uh, yeah, it's good. Right? Doesn't it? But I like the sound of Dolly Parton though. So. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, what, right. That's what
0: Raphael called them. That guy. We had a lot of uh, meetings there and talking to the boy give us give him wheel I don't know how many free sets of wheels I've won over the years.
2: <laughs> and the Freight at 9s in the background. The Freight at 9, man. Yeah, we, we, we made developed. it all the way through. Well, what do you think? Man, this It'll, has been an awesome
1: this podcast. Man, good, I hope man. so. Yeah. Dude, it's been You,
2: yeah, you, know, you know what? We're going to I want it to be, man, cuz it's no, got
0: to do boy justice, you know.
2: That, no, for, for sure, man. I mean, uh it's just you got a lot. There's a lot of history in your head, man. And you know what? I gotta say, we may not feel it, but you're you're still relatively young, right? As far as this car business goes, you still got the talent. And I'm happy to see that you're still doing it, man. Oh, no. This a, is some cool shit. We got to do more shit together, dude. We will. No, there's nothing we can't do, dude, man. Because I'm telling you what, man. I mean, uh, people got to know what you're doing, man. And what you're what you're up to.
0: Yeah, it's kind of hard for me to know what I'm doing. I, I'm out in the middle of the woods, and I've never advertised, so it's, yeah, it's well, kind of like... Yeah, well, we got
2: to teach you the social media stuff, we, not like we, we know, know what the hell's, hell's that,
1: going on, but... You know, you, you've got the talent, you know, we can put it out there for you, but uh, man, the first thing yeah. is coming out here and sharing your, you know, some of your knowledge and expertise with uh, our listeners, you know, uh, Chris's uh, fan base, and, uh, you know, the Boyd fan base, the Boyd University fan base, which is, you know, the whole reason that Chris kind of fundamentally want to start this podcast off in the first place to talk to guys like you.
2: Yeah. Definitely. I mean, that's really what I want to do. I want to document this stuff because it's like, you know, something I noticed today at the show, like the, the, I'm just, I'm just saying it, man. The crowd yeah. is getting old, dude.
1: We're not trying to be mean, but... We're
2: not being mean, but, man, it, it, I'm just telling you, in five to ten years, this is going to be a totally different crowd, man. It's going to be a totally different scene.
1: Yeah, and, and there was yeah. a lot of youngsters there, but... There's a lot the, of youngsters, but there's the, a the, lot of... The old just,
2: guard is... A lot of gray hair, barely uh, older no, people, No man. offense. No, it's no just... No offense. It's, it's just something that needs to be noticed and acknowledged and just say, Where, where's this going, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, where's the hot rod going? I hope the, I hope the thirties cars and the forties cars and, you know, yeah. still maintain kind of morph into maybe something else, but still maintain some popularity. I don't know,
0: man. I, I don't think it's ever been stronger. No, I know. I,
2: only... I, I agree with you. I agree with you, but, but um, it's been, it's pretty strong, but I'm just saying that the, the largest portion of people we saw today, like the biggest percentage of people yeah. were guys at least late sixties. Yeah, early seventies.
1: Uh, not, not nearly in our demographic. Like, <laughs> like the yeah, cause probably two. Because uh, uh, what are you fifty two? Yeah,
2: yeah. So yeah. you're still a baby. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, compared <laughs> to the, the crowd like today. You're like a youngster there.
0: The crowd is not doing this anymore. Nice. Well, it's gonna well,
2: be good, man. It's... I just want kind of wonder where, where the cars are going to go with electric cars. and I mean, because you can't deny certain things happening with electric cars, you know? So we're going to see old-school styling with electric drivetrains, right? Is it going to be this totally sleek 32 Roadster, like Boyster looking thing with, with, the with the a very silent electric motor
1: in yeah, it? With the sick ass, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, with a sick-ass plug. Yeah, with just you plug it in?
0: You'll see some of that, but... Next fifty years are solid, man. You don't have to worry. Dude, it's gonna be a sixty-four.
1: 50, you're really throwing it's it out there. It's gonna be a sixty-four Impala with the uh, the side panels are gonna be solar. Yeah, solar, <laughs> solar panel. That, yeah, that's, that's where the future. Retractable going. solar well, roof. Yeah, made sc- out made out of hemp. Scary part. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> scary thing to that though. I was looking at a job on on Lake Washington last week, and his neighbor is building a sixty-one Corvette electric powered. Really. So this is all. Prototype stuff. Wow! So it's happening.
2: It, it, but but you can't. Have you been in a Tesla sedan? Yeah, it's scary. It, they are scary. They're really they're they're fast, mm-hmm. and it just goes to show. Like, I mean, have you seen like you know the Isle of Man the motorcycle race, mm-hmm. right? Have you seen the electric version of that? That shit's wild. Yeah, it's cra- These bikes are just all torque, instant. It's amazing. Um, it's, rad. it's so it's scary, but. We'll see where it goes. I mean, I, I'm trying to, you know, it, it it was it was very encouraging today to see all those people at the Grand National. Oh yeah, right. It ain't going anywhere. And I know, I know. I mean, um, it's it just there was a wide wide range of people. I know, I you know, it really was. But yeah, it, it was it was
1: kind of like mind blowing to me because like, dude, we just walked like we were on a mission. You know, like we were definitely like in shoot. You know, get all document as much as we can. But man, it was like we're one building. Now we're in the next building. Now we're in the next building. It was like, uh, it was like a weaving in and out of like this gauntlet
2: that was like, yeah, <laughs> fuck, dude. Well, it they was... try to organize. They organized it pretty good. They got the customs in one. They did the twenty nines in another, right? They did, uh, you know, they got the suede palace. Yeah, um, and then the and... oldies car show. Oh. oh yeah, him and his little rider buddies, and another one, <laughs> and then they got Amber.
0: And they got the dragsters and all the. Oh, oh yeah, the
1: dragsters were sick too. They had a couple cars. That, they had one car that went 500 miles. The first car that went 500 miles an hour. Did You see know.
0: that car? I don't
2: know.
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I saw it.
2: I didn't see it. I seen it. We we divided and conquered today. We kind of we did half and half filming oh. and stuff. He divided. I conquered. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, but then they let the 12 to 1500 cars park on the outside. And those yep. are those are almost as good as the ones on the inside. It's it's no, it's, it's a- overload. It's a, it's
2: a great show. Like I said, I'm very happy that it's it's doing well. Uh, maybe we'll be
0: back there. What will display next but, year. But
1: if that show's doing well, that means this movement is still doing well.
0: Yeah. Well, those are all new cars being built that didn't happen overnight. Yeah. No.
2: Right? They don't just uh, take uh, 30 days, man. This stuff takes no. some time.
1: It's not a 3D print build?
2: 3D print build. <laughs> Yeah, you got to start three D printing these cars to get them done quicker. Right. Yeah, right. Three D print billet wheels. Wow, that'd be weird. Uh, it's coming. No, it's coming. That's the next evolution of machining. We're not going to see it anytime soon. Uh, you know, yeah, maybe the next five ten years we'll see it well, for production. But oh, well, this was awesome. Well, cool, Keith. Yeah, thank you, guys. We're wrap for this me. up, man, and. Uh, we're gonna do, it again. Uh, We're going to do let, it again. Let's
1: first off thank Susan, your wife, for sitting in here, being an absolute
2: angel, and just you call, did, calling hey, you. Calling you says, what you she didn't needs get crazy to. enough, Keith. Yeah, you I'm did. Sorry to disappoint You're holding you. back, Keith. Right? It's, it's like she's
1: your handler too. I know. Is right. a, yeah, right.
2: I, I feel. You know what? I mean, uh, I talked to Keith a lot, but I, I feel, he, he held back a little bit, so it's okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, it, it looks yeah. real
1: professional here. That's why you you get, you get stay trade. Just be honest. It's it's cool.
0: It is intimidating because, <laughs> you know, if board, board gave me the biggest opportunity of my life. You know, if, if the least I can do is try to pay it back being doing a good job. Too. Well, you know well, what? That, hey, that That's what this podcast is I, all about.
2: I got to tell you, man. You know what? When you put out examples like what I saw and I've seen with what you've been putting out, that's the payback right there, man. You know, I mean, you still got it, dude. I mean, uh, no, we got to definitely do something.
0: Oh, we will, man, whatever you Car want. Car-wise, dude, I you got need...
2: some ideas that I don't want to divulge right here. I don't, I don't want you something. divulging anything. I'm not going to. We're going to mm-hmm. hold it back. All right, well, this is a wrap, Keith.
0: Hey, thanks for having Keith, me, guys. So, hey,
2: how do they find you on Instagram? Yeah, let, let them know K-R where you're at. K. Customs. 82. 82. KR Customs 82,
0: Keith Russell. Actually, custom.
2: KR Custom 82. Thank you. Keith Russell, Instagram. Check his stuff out.
0: There's not much there.
2: (laughs) (laughs) There will be. There will be. All right, guys. Have a good night. Well, this is
1: us signing off from Old Town Orange, the Hot Rods by Boyd podcast headquarters. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you guys again real soon. Have a good night.